Welcome to These Days at Home podcast. I am Melissa Johns from the blog HarborHome32.com. I invite you to sit down with me and have a cup of coffee as I share encouragement, relatable life stories, and biblical reflections on These Days at Home. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to These Days at Home podcast. I hope you are all doing well and surviving whatever antics are happening in your home. And I hope you're also finding delight and joy in your kids because, um, you know, both things happen. Both there's crazy, crazy moments and then that just have you pulling out your hair. And then there's moments that you are literally crying because you're laughing so hard at your seven-month-old son who's just sitting in his crib laughing to himself for who knows what reason, but it just gets you. Oh my gosh. Delight, delight, delight. So I hope you're finding delight in your children or whatever it is that you have to do. And I hope that you are also able to take a little bit of space as a mama and just breathe, breathe, take a deep breath, have a cup of coffee, walk around the block, whatever it is that you need to get a little mental space because you know, we need it no matter who you are. I say, I say mom a lot, but you know, I, I do want this, this podcast and this uh, conversation to be people that aren't just moms. I find, you know, I find the whole idea of being a homemaker. It isn't just because you're a mom. It's not just because you can stay home from your job. It's not just because you have a mortgage. There are so many things about creating space, uh, creating a space, organizing, um, cultivating, uh, a space and, um, for people to live, people to exist, people to be welcomed and feel comfortable. And that's the kind of the whole point of hospitality and being a homemaker. Um, and I, I don't, I believe that you do not have to have a husband and kids and a mortgage to be, um, to be engaged in homemaking. Um, I love to talk about that some of the time. So I say these things and I say mama or I say, you know, homemaker, but I, I do truly want, you know, anyone to be welcome into this, uh, into this podcast and be encouraged by it. Um, be, get ideas. Um, yeah. So anyway, if you have people that you think might enjoy this podcast, please do send it their way. I'd love to just open up this community and just see, see where it goes, see how, where God takes this. Um, I think there's a lot of need for something like this. Um, I know I've got podcasts I listen to, but you know, not everybody has this listens to the same people. If you know what I mean? Like I look at people on Instagram and I think like, Oh my gosh, they've got, you know, a 150,000 followers. Like that's everybody, like everybody must know who this person is. <laughs> that's not true. Because if you think about the population of one metropolis, like let's say Minneapolis, I don't actually know the population of Minneapolis, but I'm guessing it's close to like a million. So not that's 150,000 people. That's not even the population of Minneapolis. So all that to say, like, there's like you may you may look at these people and you think, oh my gosh, like so many people know them. They're so famous. Everybody must know who they are, but that's not the case. And so that's why so many bloggers and so many YouTubers can be in the same niche, um, kind of like have the same people with the same interests, and they still are successful because they find people that have never heard of the other people, but they're talking about the same thing. So anyway, I'm going on a tangent as I tend to do, but I um. 
yeah, I just think that there's a, a space for this kind of a podcast and conversation. And I hope everyone that's listening is enjoying it. Hi to all 10 or 12 of you out there. No, I'm kidding. There's more of you, but, um, anyway. Okay. So I, um, I was able to sit down and do this podcast today because our two month or our seven month old twins are taking two hour naps now, which is just so amazing. Also, our toddler got, uh, an actual two hour nap in that hasn't happened in a long time. So it was so nice. Such a gift. I got to clean the house a little bit. I got an extra cup of coffee. I filled a pitcher of water and grabbed some scissors and went out to our garden and started cutting flowers just to make a little arrangement for our dining room table. Uh, One of my favorite things to do. I love flowers so much. They just bring so much uh, color and beauty into our home. I am not a, you know, a neutrals person. We do have a lot of neutrals in our home, but I am not one to just have all white and tan things. It's just not my thing. I think this world is full of color and beauty and beauty comes in colors like bright fuchsia peonies. They're just so beautiful. Anyway, um, it was a great gift for me today to be able to have this time because, um, I just got to take a little break and we've had somewhat of a stressful week in our home. I can't share all the details now, but uh, you may, we may have some big changes coming up for us. So you guys can be praying for us, uh, praying for wisdom and guidance and provision from the Lord, uh, because we could really use it. I will share more of it as, a, as, a, as the situation warrants it and kind of unfolds, but we are still waiting and kind of in like a limbo period. So this uh, so this thing that we're waiting on could turn out to be nothing or it could turn out to be something. So we're just waiting to see, but we could really use your, your prayers. Um, well, today I wanted to follow, have a little follow-up convo on productivity again. I think this resonated with a lot of people. If you are wondering what episode I'm talking about, it's the one called I Can Do It All or Can I? Talked about productivity and kind of like our maybe our culture's obsession with productivity, especially as um, homemakers or people that are, you know, I don't know, maybe coming off of the career world and feeling like they have to validate their decision to stay at home because they are just, um, yeah, having to validate their decision to stay at home by being super productive, or maybe we're just all obsessed with productivity and just feel like we have to get things done. Now, it's Obviously, we're all built to work and we're created for work. And so, yes, it does, it means something and it's good to get our hands in the dirt, as you could say, and just get things done, bring order to chaos. That is what we were created to do. And so it is not a bad thing to want to work and be productive, but I think there is an obsession with it that kind of teeters on the line of maybe not so good. And so I wanted to Um, just kind of come back to this conversation because it is like that. There's kind of these two ditches where it's like you could be not productive enough and have to really motivate yourself to be productive or you obsess with productivity and have to reel it in a little bit. Um, So I thought of some actual like practical productive uh, or how to tips on how to be productive today as I was going about my day. Um, and so I wanted to talk a little bit about that and revisit it. Um, so I have always been a list maker. Um, whenever people ask you in job interviews, like, how do you stay on top of things and get, get things done? 
I make lists. <laughs> I've always been a list maker. I think most people are, if you've got things to manage, you know, making lists makes sense. Um, but I've been always been a list maker. I remember even coming home from, uh, like middle school and making a list of, and a schedule. Okay. Like three fifteen, I get home and then I watch my episode of recess and then I, um, you know, and then I'll do my homework from this time to this time. And then dinners from this time to this time. I've always been a scheduler, a planner and a list maker, which is great. It keeps me organized, but it also has a downfall. I can be a little over ambitious sometimes. Well, for a long time, I used this app called Todoist to stay organized. Um, if you're looking for something like that, I highly recommend it. Todoist, um, it's it's like a to-do-ist is the t- name of it. Um, it's very easy to use. There's an app on your phone that you can use, or you can do a desktop app as well. Um, I used it when I was an event planner and had a million things to do and remember I still love this app and my husband and I actually have a shared project in it uh, so we can manage our, manage our home together. So if the way we use it is if he thinks of something he needs to get done, he will throw it into the app and assign it to me. Um, and I can do the, I can, you know, do it vice versa. So if I think of something that I need him to do, I'll throw it in there and he'll make sure it gets done. Um, so you can set up reoccurring tasks like one of ours, for example, is every Friday I clean the mudroom. Now, do I actually clean the mudroom every Friday? Not anymore because <laughs> it needs to be cleaned more than that. Oh, so messy. But, um, the point is that you can put something in there and it pops up every Friday or every Monday to remind you to do it. And then you can also categorize or prioritize things based on, um, yeah, the need. So like the red is top priority, must get done. Um, yellow or orange is like a middle of the road and then blue is low priority. And then white or blank is, you know, just something that needs to get done at some point. And then you can also assign dates to those tasks. So I did use this app for, um, a while, a while I was, you know, after I had quit my uh, quit my job and then I've been staying home. I did use it for a while when we had just the one, just the one kid. After we had the twins, I stopped using it um, just because I found I was on my phone uh, so much, and it was just one more reason to, to hop on Instagram or YouTube or read my emails or something like that. So I have stopped using it not because it doesn't work, but because it was just one more reason for me to be on my phone. And with my toddler too, he just, every time I pulled out my phone, he thought it was time to like watch a video or watch something on TV. Um, so it just kind of, yeah, created a little bit, like it just brought in too much technology in our day. And so I went back to just a notebook. So now what I do is I carry around a notebook, what is literally just like a massive list of what I need to do or get done. And whenever I think of something, I just write it down and I cross things off as I go. I carry this notebook around with me from room to room. And then somewhere in the middle of the day, I just leave it on our, um, one of the tables that we have in our dining room. So it's kind of like a central location. I can just pop over to it anytime and write down what I need to do or what I've thought of that needs to get done. Um, so now I am a massive, I create a massive list that I can never accomplish in a day realistically. And that is where the app, you know, would come in handy, but it has been helpful to not have, uh, to just use the notepad instead, because then my kids don't see me, see me on my phone. 
But since I started creating bigger lists than I need, I have started doing, um, I've started doing something else instead. So the big lists are a little, were just like too much. You know, I just, I would get way too overwhelmed with all these things I had to do. And so I started category or breaking it down into like weeks and days. So I will sit down on Monday morning or Sunday evening and write out what needs to get done like this week. It's kind of what I think of like this week. And then as each day comes like in the morning, I'll create like a little sub list of daily things I need to get done. I always start out very ambitious, but as you know, re- um, what really ends up needing to get done or taken care of in the day may change halfway through the day. So what I have been doing is I reevaluate my list halfway through the day and maybe scrapping it all together and write a second one to help me get closer uh, to close out the rest of my day more confidently. And like, yes, this is actually what needs to happen today. For example, my little guy is still potty training. So today, again, for example, we had Uh, He had many accidents this morning after multiple days in a row of not having any accidents. So I wasn't really planning on getting laundry done and cleaning the bathroom. But in the matter of a few hours this morning, because um, the top priority ended up being I needed to, you know, clean all of his little boxers and um, clean the bathroom and get the poop smell out, etc. I had to kind of reorganize my day based on what was happening. And so I didn't get to the things uh, only on the list that I wrote down in the morning. So over lunch, I took some time to rewrite my list of what I actually needed to get done. So I just find halfway through the day, I just kind of have to reevaluate things a little bit. And now it's not really necessary. I don't have to do that. I could just let the list go, but I'm such a list person. I'm such a, it just kind of drives my day. So if you're like that, take comfort. There's other people like that out there too. And it is okay to make lists and try to get things done. (laughs) Um, I hope all of that makes sense. Uh, for me, it had been, um, it's just been a way to juggle all the balls that are thrown at me and recognize that I am getting done what I need to. And what is most important. If you are mom of littles, or maybe everyone feels this way, you can spend so much time doing things that aren't technically things you need. You would put on a to-do list, like love your babies feed all the people or hug and kiss your spouse. When actually funny story about that, my husband, he's so sweet. He has his to do is that he, you know, cause he is on his computer most of the day working. He actually has it on his list to, um, to come and hug and kiss me for a certain amount of time. Like, you know, like 15 seconds or something like that. I thought it was so sweet. So it's actually is something on his list that he checks off. Um, And I feel very loved by that. Um, Anyway, so those are the things that we normally would like, if we were to like write a list of things I want to get done today, I wouldn't normally write, uh, feed my children. That's just like a no brainer. Um, But when our hands are full with all these little blessings, it can be so easy to feel like you aren't accomplishing anything in a day. And when it feels like all you do is white butts and breastfeed, uh, but you are, you are getting things done. I am getting things done. Really important things. So, uh, sometimes I do put those things on my list just as a way to remind myself, I am accomplishing something. When I was transitioning to being home full time, my counselor en- uh, encouraged me once to put down on my to-do list, something like play with Patrick as a way of remembering what I'm doing 
and accomplishing something or that I am accomplishing something important, even though in those little moments of staying at home. My friend Jenny said that one day, instead of making a list of the things she needed to get done, she made a list of things she did instead. And I tried it today. And let me tell you, this list took up two pages. My to-do list I make for myself is usually like a half a page and it can feel monumental to get through it. But when I do the opposite and I write and I write down all that I did do, man, do I feel accomplished and am reminded of the value I'm bringing to my home. Now, I am not going to do this every day because I don't want to obsess about achievements at my home or what I get done. If, if I did this every day, I think I would easily become so fixated on getting things done and accomplishing something that I would easily put my value and worship my worship into it. I am someone who believes that we are all worshipers of something. Whether you believe in God or not, we are people who were created to worship God alone. But because of the fall and our sin, we worship things that we shouldn't instead of God. This, these are called idols of the heart or counter, counterfeit gods, as Tim Keller calls them. I don't want to put my productivity on an altar in my heart and become obsessed with bowing down to productivity. I want to worship God in my heart above all things. I know I am so prone to do that, to worship other things. So it's something I won't be doing all this, all the time, this, you know, list making, but I wanted, I just wanted to mention it as a great activity to do once in a while when you just need to feel like you're doing, like need a tangible reminder that what you are doing is important and, and the thing that you are actually accomplishing something. So to round out this conversation about productivity, I gave you some practical tips, some things I've been doing to kind of help me just get through the day. Um, but there's this other side to it too, just like the softer side of kind of like the heart that I wanted to talk about. So to round out this conversation about, about productivity, I wanted to share an interaction I had with one of my favorite bloggers and YouTubers the other day. I was actually fangirling out a bunch because she replied to my my message. You guys know how that is, how you, you know, got someone you follow or something like that and you message them or comment and they actually comment back. You're like, oh my gosh, they saw my message. Anyway, I had one of those moments uh, just, just the other day. Uh, her handle online is Farmhouse on Boone. She's the one I, I talked about in my uh, other episode, the productivity episode. I can do it all one she was actually the one I was talking about. I've learned a lot from, uh, I admire her greatly and all she does. And I've learned so much from her. I uh, recently watched one of her YouTube videos and was amazed once again at all she does around her house and with her kids and how, and I just wonder like, how does she, how does she do it all? So I had made a comment and asked her a more specific question instead of how do you do it all? I asked her, what is your response when your kids ask you to play with them? Uh, this is where I am at with my ages of my kids. My toddler loves to have us play with him as, um, as is developmentally appropriate. And that's what he should be wanting at his age. But with the twins and just keeping up on the dishes and getting food on the table, 
Um, I often say, I would love to play with you, but I need to do X, Y, Z. I can play with you in, in a few minutes or something to that effect. But I always feel so guilty. I feel stuck. My kid needs me. Yes, that's true. Uh, but we need to eat meals and we can't live in a pigsty either. So no matter what I do, I feel guilty. I, if I drop everything and go play with him, I, um, if I, if I drop everything and go play with him the rest of the day, I am feeling overwhelmed with all the stuff that I need to get done between unwashed bottles and dirty diapers. But if I say no, or in a little bit, I feel so guilty too. So I, I just, I feel stuck. I know I can't be the only one out there that feels this way. So I know y'all can relate. Anyway, I had asked her that question because I thought, you know, asking her something a little bit more specific might actually elicit a response. And it did. So this was her response. And mind you, she has seven kids, almost eight. She's pregnant with her almost eighth kid. And so the, the older kids can play with the younger kids. I, I realize, you know, as your kids grow up, the siblings, they can kind of play with each other. And this whole like mommy play with me thing may not be as big of a deal. Uh, but right now for us, it is, and I'm sure it was for her too. That's another thing, you know, you just think, remember everyone, everyone has the same life, really. I mean, everybody has a different life, but everyone has the same struggles. I'm sure, I'm sure her kids ask her to play with her all the time. So this, this was her response. Ultimately, they just want to spend time with you. If you are doing dishes, ask them to help you. And then if you, if they are old enough, they can stand on a stool and wash dishes with you, or they can fold laundry while you teach them how to do it. Little ones love to help or feel helpful and learn a new skill. More importantly, they will all, there will always be dishes that need done. They can, they can wait. You and your kids will remember the time spent together and feeling the feeling of family and home more than a perfectly kept house. End quote. Now I really uh, now I already know, I already knew those things. I could, I could have guessed that's what her response might be. That's what other people have said. She isn't the first person to tell me to bring along my kids and what I'm doing instead of sitting down and playing with them when it's just really hard. It really is the perfect solution to what they are really wanting and the things that you need to get done. They want to spend time with you. You have things that need, need to get done just because that's life. And so bringing those two things together really makes sense. But it was so helpful for me to hear it from her. Someone who puts online videos of, you know, her getting stuff, um, of herself getting stuff done, of her homemaking, to be reminded that everyone has little people asking them to play with them. Everyone has to juggle family and house. The two have to mutually exist somehow. And for someone who has teen, a teenager all the way down to almost a newborn, it is so good to hear uh, what she said. You and your kids will remember the time spent together and the feeling of family and home are more important than a kept house. So, to, so today I gloried in sitting in the sandbox with my little boy and I taught him how to do the dishes and we fed the chickens together and watered the flowers and he loved every minute of it. Now that doesn't mean he didn't stop and, um, he didn't stop asking me to play with him. He asked me probably like 10 more times to play with him, but, um, 
Um, sorry, I lost my place on my notes. Uh, but when I when I was able to say then, uh, maybe later, honey, I need to feed Holly in bed right now. He accepts it much more easily because he already spent two hours of un uninterrupted time together with me, which is what he was really wanting. So anyway, I hope that encourages you today. Uh, I hope you heard some practical tips of tackling things in your home and reminded you of how to juggle both home and people, the people in it. I joke with Tony, my husband, often that I love the parts of being a homemaker. I love the kids and doing all the baby things. I truly do love putting my hand into my home, bringing order into it, cooking meals, creating beauty, decorating, and all creating little pockets of, you know, like um, an experience in this corner, or I want this area to feel this way, or you know, whatever. Uh, but it's the combo of the two that just kills me. Doing both is hard. Juggling both is hard. So anyway, it helps me to reflect on these things and I hope it does for you too. So if you guys have any, uh, any thoughts about this podcast, any um, things you do that you, to help you kind of get through your day, but practical, practical tips that you you think other people might be encouraged to hear about, please let me know. I'm going to do a question box on Instagram sometime this week. So be watching for that. Um, and then I'll share, maybe I'll share the results with you guys next, uh, in the next episode at the beginning of the next episode. Um, so thank you so much again for listening. All right. Stay tuned for next time. I'm going to talk about what I've been cooking in the kitchen lately. Hmm. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey listeners, have you ever wanted to start a podcast, but the idea of figuring out technology and recording has stopped you? Well, that was the case for me too, until I heard about Spotify for podcasters. They make it so easy for this busy mom of three to record, edit, and publish my podcast. And here is the best part. It's free, like really free, no hidden trials or premium memberships, truly free. They have everything you need to make your podcast happen. Try Spotify for podcasters for free today. Thanks for tuning in. For daily interactions and more inspiration, find me on the socials at Harbor Home 32 or my blog, harborhome32.com. Talk with you next time. Bye.